Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, energized by KLMO Game Boy US, with your hosts, Jason Rambo and Sean Alley. Coming in hot with the 411 on all things sporting clays. Your go-to source for information, education, and entertainment from the new shooter to the seasoned competitor. Oh, I'm a junkie, man. I want to play with the buttons. He just I, likes to throw people into the buttons. Oh, right. You're not used to that yet. <laughs> That's part of the show. Does your brain hear what your mouth is saying? Hey, I'm going to call Dave when the podcast is over and ask him what half the words are. Let's rapid fire. Let's do the hot seat. Let's get her done. Often imitated, but never duplicated. And now, it's showtime. Well, Mr. Alley, I always make fun of you for leaving the door unlocked, but I think this time... We left must, the gate open. Is what you we must did. have had a sign out front that said free beer. Uh, yeah. We got, a, we got a room full. Big sign. So, yeah. welcome back, Mr. Eric McGrath. Thank you very much. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Yep. And then over here, Doug, you were here with us last year, but our new person is Kylie. Kylie, you want to introduce yourself and tell the people who you are? Yeah, my name is Kylie Frazier, and I'm the newest team member with the Kids and Clays Foundation. Gotcha. And Doug, welcome back. Appreciate you coming back here. You want to tell everybody your title again? And Sure. I'm, I'm Doug Jenneret, Executive Director of Kids and Clays, and I'm glad to be back, guys. Thanks. I guess we didn't make you so mad you invited us back. <laughs> no, no. We were looking forward to this, man. We had a great time at the last podcast, and hopefully we can help everybody out and uh, push more people back to the wonderful event that you guys host every year. Well, it's not just the, the podcast. Is we had a ton of fun at that event. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. Um, raised quite a bit of money. Eric, why don't you speak on that for a minute? How much money did you all raise last year just at the uh, Hillendale event? Yeah, so... We ran the Northeast Ohio event at Hillendale last October, and we raised the most funds we've ever raised. We raised north of $80,000. That's awesome. That's fantastic. And the, the year prior, I believe it ended up being in the mid-30s, so it was more than double what we'd ever done before. It was awesome to see the energy, the excitement, um, and just the pure amount of money that, that came through to help support all the 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 kids in need and the families in need up in the Northeast Ohio area. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, before we dive into the event, Doug, what's new with kids and clays this year? I mean, there's, I mean, you guys got a ton more events. It seems like we do. We do. We're at um, 44 event sites this year, 37 wow. of them directly supporting Ronald McDonald house chapters across the country. And then we have seven others that are uh, help all the chapters we work with. So yeah, we're really busy. Thank goodness for Kylie being here, our newest member. She came on last October, right before the Nationals, NSCA Nationals, and uh, made a big uh, hit there and, and continues on. But never been this busy. It's great. We're raising um, – we, this year, thus far, we've raised more money than we ever have for the first half of the year. So uh, wow. we've, we've nearly brought in a million dollars, you know, net and um, for houses. And it, the yeah. money stays with the houses, and we're going to talk about it later. But, yeah, it's been, been a great year thus far. Well, for those that have been living under a rock since the last time we did one of these podcasts with y'all, Kylie, won't you explain exactly how Kids and Clays works and how they benefit the Ronald McDonald's House Charities? So we partner with different houses across the country, and we provide everything from ammunition to merchandise packages where they can run auctions. We give support for how to run an event uh, successfully, and make sure that they've got the right committees in place so that everything can can be a successful event. 
So, so Kyler, are you directly involved with the other Ronald McDonald shoot at, uh, at um, sorry, Mad River? Yes. Okay. Yep. We've been working gotcha. with that house right now. Gotcha. So. Excellent. Excellent. So we've got, is, it, is there only two events at Ronald McDonald House in Ohio? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So both of you guys, and that's all there is. Gotcha. Just wanted to clear that up. That's for just Ohio. But just for Ohio, right. But I mean, there's, I know you guys do them in almost every state, right, in the country? 22 states. 22 states. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this. So if there is somebody listening in the state that doesn't have a participating event, how does somebody go and get a hold of you guys? Is it, is it just as easy as going to the Kids and Clay's website? Or how do they set that up that they can host one of these events? Yeah, they can go to the website, www.kidsandclays.com, and they'll get information on how to contact us. And from there, we you are um, our demand for shoots has outpaced our resources, but we have about eight or I think eight or nine chapters right now that are interested in holding events, and we're trying to get to them. We're adding two more next year, even though most of our board and maybe at least one of the staff members think we're crazy for doing that. (laughs) And he's not here, by the way. So anyhow, but we're now we we're very fortunate to have great sponsors that keep furnishing. You know, everything we give them, as Kylie was saying, our typical event this year from the smallest event, it depends on how many people are there, but we're going to be contributing to that event just in merchandise, firearms, ammo, somewhere between 22000 and 51000 this year per chapter. And that's, you know, that's what we give them and plus the expertise on how to hold a shoot. Right. And of course, certain people like the guy that's sitting to our left that nobody can see, doesn't need a lot of expertise. That, as he, uh, and I'll just throw a little shout-out to you. That event was doing really well, and I worked. It was one of the events when I first came here we added, and I was really thrilled to work with them, and they did a great job. And Eric came along, and you can see the difference, uh, more than double the net, and uh, he's a great leader and has done a great job. So, uh, But we're blessed to work with great people like Eric around the country. Very lucky. That's fantastic. And, Happy to do it. And Eric's our resident double-A superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking on that master door, aren't you? I'm, I'm, I'm working towards it. There you go. Gotcha. Well, Doug, I want to follow back up with one question for you. So something near and dear to our heart, obviously this podcast is all about trying to get you know, new people into the sport and grow the sport. And, you know, basically uh, you'd mentioned in the past how the Kids and Clays events and the Ronald McDonald House, uh, it generates not only obviously the money and stuff that goes to these great causes, but by bringing new shooters in that have never done this sport before, it kind of helps the sport grow as well, correct? Oh, it does. And what we've seen, and we're trying to do a better job of scientifically gauging this, but over half the people that come to our events shoot you know, maybe once or twice a year, a lot of them never have shot. And what's cool about the Ron McDonald House Kids and Clays events, if you don't own a shotgun, if you've never shot before, we have instructors that come, like at Northeast Ohio, there's a instructor goes out with every squad. We provide loaner shotguns, we ammo, everything's provided. If you've never picked up a shotgun before, you can come out and have a good, safe time. And that's really key, and that's replicated around the country. It's kind of the Kids and Clays M.O., if you will. And um, it's why some of our sponsors and like people like the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which is a trade association, as you guys know, for the firearms and outdoor goods industries, they're a big supporter of ours because they said, we know you're putting guns in people's hands that never had one before. And if we're going to make this sport survive, we need to do that. So, Well, you know, quick funny story. So Sean and I were asked to be instructors for the day at um, both Hillendale and the one over in Mad River. So the group I went out with in the afternoon, 
And they're going to know who the, who who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say any names. So these guys, you could tell if, if they've shot before, it's very little. And, you know, we went through safety stuff for a couple stations and made sure that they were doing everything proper. And we got on to the third station, and I'm standing up next to the guy in the box. I turn around, and nobody's smiling. Everybody's got, like, this, like, panic look on their face almost, you know. I said, wait a minute. And I told the guy in the, in the box, I said, step down here a minute. I said, what do you do for a living? He's like, well, I'm a surgeon. And I looked at the other guy. I said, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm an attorney. And I looked at the other guy. I said, what do you do for He's like, I'm orthopedic. So I'm like, Jimmy, Christmas. <laughs> I said, would you guys rather be at the office? And they're all like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, well, then somebody smile and act like they're having fun. That broke the ice. And we had a hoot all the way around the course. And they had so much fun. And they've, you know, a couple of those guys reached back out, asked if they could shoot with me. And it's really cool because now they're starting to get in, in relation to our conversation here, they're starting to get into wanting to shoot some registered targets. Um, a couple of them have joined the NSCA. Um, one of them, Sean, is local to uh, Bobby Brooks' place, the farm, the sporting club at the oh, really? farm down in Indiana. Okay. Right. So he made the trek up to, to go to this event. And now cool. he's hooked. Now he's going to one of the clubs that we've had on this podcast. He's going there on a regular basis. So it's kind of cool because we're doing this podcast with kids in clays and we're trying to build awareness of the event. But the cool side effect is, is we're gaining new shooters, which is what, like Sean said, we're all about. Do you know what that number is, Doug? I know you're trying to nail down that scientific approach to figure out how many new shooters you're bringing in that actually go on and, and register with the NSCA. Do you know what that number is? Any clue? We, we don't. We know it, it somewhat shoot site dependent. We know some of the sites that we have, we've had as much as, uh, well, Put it like this, South Florida event, Miami. Now, that shoot was held for years up at Quail Creek Plantation, Okeechobee, and they had to move it to OK Corral. You guys know mm-hmm. those places. Yep. We have to give out now, and we allow one loaner gun per two people. But if we have a lot of demand, we only have so many loaner guns. We have 30 right. in our cash, and the clubs usually have some. We needed 58 loaner guns that first year for 220 people. Now, one, And we were given one per squad. It tells you no one there owned a gun. Pretty wow. much, except a handful of people. And that event, they surpassed 200,000 net this year at that event. Wow. With not a lot more people, but those people went out and bought guns. We need less loaner guns now, and the same people are coming. So it's not scientific, but we know that it's making an impact. Yeah. And it's a side. I mean, obviously, our overriding mission and everything we do is to raise the most net dollars for Ronald McDonald House charity chapters, participating in Ronald McDonald House charity chapters around the country. And But it's a great side benefit that we're seeing and if we can quantify it oh nssf and others some of our sponsors say you got to quantify that it's really tough for us because we are so busy but and we have to rely on chapters which they're great but as eric can tell you most of the chapters we deal with most of the staffs have never touched a gun let alone uh, you know understand that aspect of it but you're right we are definitely it's why most of the major gun companies are supporters of ours and others. They know we're making a difference yeah. and uh, just, they see it and, and we're, our names become uh, better known thanks to you guys and others like you, you know, it's, it's helped a lot, but. Well, we're honored to help. Honestly, that's, yeah. I mean, this is kind of a really cool thing because we're all about giving back to the shooting community. And I think there's really honestly no better event than this. I mean, I mean, come on, you're helping kids out, right? I mean, well, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, if you remember correctly last year, 
is where I bet you the first time on the five stand. Or I'm at the make a break. Yes, that's right. The kids and clay. Yeah, the kids and clay. We did it live online, and we and we put it on YouTube and all that stuff. And then I challenged him again this year, double or nothing, and he wimped out. He he wouldn't do it. So yeah, that's. that's We'll we'll get him. I was nervous. Anyway, I don't I don't recall if I told this story last last year, but um, kids and clay's actually brought me into the sport. Yeah, Um, remember that? Yeah, and to me. I think the event and the 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 setup, like you guys have both, as as everybody's talked, is one where I went as part of my company team. Like, oh yeah, I've I've shot a gun before and Boy Scouts and things like that. Never done sporting clays, and I went out and I was like, well, let's just check it out. And oh my goodness, it was like the, cool, <laughs> the coolest experience. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, s- six years later, double I'm at Double A working towards Master, and and it's it's just been a, f- a fun experience. But I would never have gotten into it had I not come to the Kids and Clay's event. Right. Um. And well, I might not. I might still have because I live two minutes away from Hillendale Club. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but that doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> yeah. So I had no clue at the time. I had just moved to the area and, and everything else, yeah. and it was just one of those fun, fun situations that I stumbled across. And and you know this the the camaraderie, the 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 social aspect, and and then yeah. the help with the kids and clays event and making people feel comfortable. Exactly to your point, Doug was was one of the things that makes it so easy for any any person um, to come to the event and. You know, my company last year sent eight people, and I think one of the eight had ever touched a gun, and yeah. all of them had a blast. Right. And then three of them were looking at guns the next day at work, uh, yeah. <laughs> asking me questions and everything else and saying, hey, can I go with you to club sometime? And, and just just fell in love with it, similar to me. Well, I well, know, uh, well oh, go ahead, Jason. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it's a shame because, you know, we turn on the TV and 5 o'clock news and we hear how evil and bad guns are and it's this side of things that people don't see, you know, um, not enough publicity, not enough talk about right. this kind of stuff. I mean, know? look, look what, look what having safe fun with a firearm has done for families in need, you know, and that's what kids and clays around McDonald's house charities is all about. So that's, that's the unfortunate part of it. You know, it's, is in the mainstream media, we get a black eye and they don't realize how much good we're doing for families. So, yeah. And I was just going to mention that, you know, my experience last year was uh, my morning rotation at um, uh, Mad River. The guys that that was on my squad, uh, they were experienced shooters like hunters and stuff. And then my afternoon group, again, you could tell none of them had probably touched a gun more than minutes in their lives before. So you can definitely see the difference. And they they all had a great time. Um, And, you know, I want to just run through for for people that have never been to one of your events. Kylie, can you kind of walk us through like, what are all the things that happen when somebody goes and signs up and whether it's a corporate team or they go as an individual, I mean, what kind of things are they going to expect when they go to one of your events? So when you come to one of our events, um, just definitely expect to have a good time. Uh, If, if there is someone out on the course with you, we kind of think of them as entertainment directors. So not only are they going to show you how to safely shoot, but we're going to make sure that you do have a good time. Um, they get to have fun. There's, there's always a lunch that's provided. Um, so expect to eat good Oh yeah. and, um, a lot of different auction items. So opportunities where you can win a firearm or, uh, win a lot of different great prizes that are provided by our sponsors. So it's just a really nice outing that people get to have fun, fun at, and we're raising money for, for children. Yeah. Well, I think the, the morning rotation we had, uh, McDonald's breakfast sandwiches. Imagine that, right? Oh yeah, yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> but then that you know, both events um, here in Ohio that Sean and I were a part of, 
The food was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the silent auction, it, both events was amazing. Everything in the auctions were, it wasn't just like a flashlight or a cooler. I mean, it's really cool stuff you wanted to own, you know? So, um, Charlie, I want to circle back to you for just a second. We, we got way away from this real quick. Um, how did you get involved with Kids and Clays? How did you come to be at your position? <laughs> well, I came to be at my position. Um, yeah, bourbon and, and beer was involved. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> my, um, my husband is a big hunter, and he uh, drew for a lottery to dove hunt. And uh, Doug actually got him into duck, to dove hunting when he was younger. And um, they were planning a hunt, and we were all sitting around on his patio having a beer and um my husband asked how the foundation was doing and he said we're it's doing great we're getting ready to hire somebody oh uh, and so went. you know i'm eavesdropping from across the table and i said hey doug would you take my resume <laughs> and it all kind of went from there opportunity was knocking it yeah. sure was <laughs> <laughs> so um nobody can see you but congratulations on your upcoming uh you got Thank a little you. baby bump going there mm-hmm. um obviously you can't do it now but before the pregnancy, were you? did you get out and shoot some? Did you participate in this? And as much as I could. There you go. Yeah. So, you, go. Um, you know, any opportunity that w- that we had, we would we would shoot. And we've got a trap that we can set up in our back property. And if we have the time, we'll go out go out and shoot when we can. Well, if so. you need if you need a couple more, we can talk after the show. All right, I, I like know that. a guy. I know a guy. So. <laughs> can always use more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric, uh, did you have something else on? You look no, like you're on no, the tip I'm, of your tongue. I am, but um, what's new for the event up there at Hillendale this year? Is there anything new coming? Is there? We could talk about the we could talk about the raffles here in a second. I'm anxious about that. But is there anything with the event coming new? Uh, some new things that we did this past year because it was such a success last year, and we we got it was the first time we'd ever sold out sold out the event um, in the the previous eight years, and we actually had a wait list last year because. We, we accidentally oversold a little bit, and then Sean Spindell at Hillendale worked with us to still squeeze the people in, um, and and then we just put the wait list in. And um, so, so as we were kind of rebranding and kind of looking at growing the event, we, we always had a title sponsor, um, and one of the people that attended jumped on it immediately after the event here. He had called, called the, the house and said, his company wanted to um, be the the title sponsor. So this oh, year, nice. That's awesome. so this year it's pulling together for kids a kids and clays event presented by True Line Industries. Um, oh so, wow! So that was huge in itself. Um, and then we, we started kind of talking about other things that we could do. And I, w- I was looking at some of our big registered shoots, and oftentimes they're the courses aren't just the red course or the blue course; they're they're sponsored courses. So we said, you know, what, why don't we why don't we toss that out as an option too? And um, within within a month, they both got picked up. Really so, yes. nice. So wow. so we'll have instead of the woods course and the and the and the field course like we've shot in the past is how we called them. It'll be the the charm builders course and the in insight to profit course. So, oh, nice. so it's another good way to kind of spark a little bit of extra. Um, <laughs> revenue for the house uh and add those sponsorship levels and it was really really cool to see how quickly people who were there last year and saw the energy and 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 how we kind of grew the event and got the got the excitement and and everything going how how, without hesitation they all stepped up and said that they wanted to do 
do more. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, overall, this event is about raising money for such a good cause. And for those that aren't familiar with Ronald McDonald House, would one of you like to talk just a little bit about what they do for families that have kids in need? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, and you guys feel free to chime in. Um, I'm very close to the to the cause just through some different family members. Um, so apologize if I get a little bit choked up here. It's but, all good. It's um, all good. Basically, the house will provide um, a avenue for a, a reprieve for the family when one of their when when a kid is in need of um, of longer term medical care. And it can be in multiple fashions, but the most common one is is an actual like apartment um, room, as well as food and and sh- basically food and 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 um, shelter and and everything. And and I know from our experience that one of the biggest pieces was just the time away from the hospital to just kind of be able to kind of mentally get take a break. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Just catch your breath a little so, bit. So, yeah. um, and and it's all at free free of cost. They 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 ask for donations, but if a if a family can't afford it. It, it's it's completely covered so sure yeah. it's all need based in the sense of need of the kid not need of the the family's well-being right yeah. and i don't think there's a i don't think there's a better cause than that no yeah. i mean you're, you're helping people that really are going through a tough time yeah with, with their absolutely kid. so would you like to add anything kylie doug it's hard to follow that but that story eric just told is we we hear that over and over again and uh you know it's uh, there's some sayings they they'll say that you know thank god we're there when you need us and thank god you may never need us things yeah. like that but it's it's really uh it you know providing a home away from home at a time when you need it the most and that's yeah. really what it is and there you know there's several hundred of them in the country i should know that number off the top of my head but it, it's changed some but and they to me it's the greatest charity in the world because it's so pure it, it yeah. the dollars that go in there you know are helping families that are in a crisis the, the worst time of their life generally and it you know, kids heal quicker when families are close by. That's a known fact, and they've done the studies, and Ronald McDonald House Charities chapters provide that. So it's really easy for us to go to work every day and do this. We're all connected to it, maybe not as close as you, Eric, but it's a great story, and you told that at your shoot last year, and you need to continue to, to tell that story because it's very powerful. Yeah, I was just going to mention that Jason and I, Jason can attest, we were at the event at uh, Mad River last year, and a mother came with her child. And, you know, she explained, you know, what they'd been going through. He'd had like, I don't know, 16 surgeries already that year. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, there was not a dry eye in the whole place because you just can't imagine what a mother and a father have to go through when their kids deal with something like that. And it really just makes you say, I'm proud to be a part of this. Yeah, so. for sure. Absolutely. I want to move on to, if we could, some of the raffles and stuff. I want to let people know about that. Mm-hmm. Before we do, why don't we take a quick five-minute break? We'll come right back. All right. Joining us on the phone for this Rhino segment, I've got Craig Elusky. Craig, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you guys? We're great. Jason's sitting right across from me here. Man, I'm excited to hear about you, Craig. Tell everybody where you're from and, and how you got started in this crazy game. Well, I'm from uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, and uh, I really got, you know, from a uh, part of my my corporate America job is I get to do a lot of sporting clay shooting, and then uh, I really got involved in uh, a lot of shooting when my, my youngest son started to shoot, you know, so that, that really got me engaged, and then I, I did some, uh, I was very involved with the uh, 4-H down here in Corpus Christi, which has the uh, one of the largest 
sporting clay clubs for the youth in, in Texas. And uh, so that's really how I got it started, you know, both on the, the coaching side and uh, supporting that team and w- as well as shooting, uh, you know, corporate events. And then uh, finally uh, getting uh, into the, uh, the sporting clay, into the nationals and uh, being a qualified shooter. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well, uh, Craig, what class do you currently compete in and uh, what well, kind of shotgun uh, are you using? I'm, uh, I'm competing in a uh, B class. Mm-hmm. And then I shoot a, a Fausti L4. Fausti L4. Nice. Yeah, B class is a tough class, man. I think looking back, uh, that was one of my tougher classes to get through. It just seems like there's so much good talent that's working through B class, man. <laughs> it hold off going to A class because, uh, you know, then your uh, your chances are uh, slim, you know, get get a lot more narrow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in Corpus Christi when I lived down in Texas. That's pretty countryside. But what's your... What's your local club that you go to down there that you practice at the most? It's the uh, the uh, Corpus Christi uh, Pistol and Rifle Club. Oh, okay. They've got a little sporting clay course set up, do they? Well, actually, they've uh, they've done a really nice job down here. Um, we just actually built a uh, new five stand. Uh, it's a covered five stand, and then we've got uh, four skeet fields and two trap fields. And then uh, about four years ago, we built a uh, – a 16 stand sporting clay course. And then, uh, last year they added enough machines to where we can shoot sporting clays and super sporting. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Very nice. So it's, uh, you know, they've, they've been able to build the club up pretty, uh, pretty well. Very nice. Well, you know, we're talking about rhino chokes here. Um, how did that come to be for you? How did you find the guys at rhino? Well, you know, I've been a uh, long time friends with, uh, uh, Jody, uh, Johnson. I'm and, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> no, he's 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 good people. He and, is. Uh, yes, he is. You know, when I started shooting up at nationals, uh, you know, Jody was kind enough to kind of bring me into the fold up there, and uh, you know, with all the uh, you know the the shooters up there, which you know really helped me. And you know, shooting with Jody, and uh, you know, we uh, about uh, once a quarter we shoot with with uh, Dan Carlisle. Oh wow. You know that uh, that helps out, uh, you know, tremendously to uh, you know focus on our on our shooting competition. Very and, nice. You know, once we got to the national level, you know, my son needs oh, I think three bump points to be an A class shooter. Oh wow! And yeah. uh, you know, he just just turned seventeen. Getting ready to go into the the deep end of the pool at that point. Yep, going into the deep end of the pool, and you know, he shots <laughs> he shoots a blazer and uh, rhino chokes as well. So, uh, well, speaking of your gun, so what kind of products are you using from Rhino? Uh, I imagine chokes, but are they like Gen One, Gen Two, or the new Elite series? Well, um, I'm shooting the uh, the Skeet Twos, the same ones that uh, that Corey Cruz shoots. Okay, and that you know, to be honest with you, unless you know when we go to nationals or you know worlds. Uh, where, you know, you've got a lot tougher birds and you got a lot, you know, a lot of distance, uh, you know, for everyday events and even some tougher events. Um, I just use the skeet twos because they give me a lot of, uh, you know, range. Um, you know, I can get a bird, you know, 50, 60 yards out with a skeet two or even close birds. So it, uh, it gives me a tremendous amount of, uh, of very, you know, variation in what I can shoot, you know, without changing my chokes all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I do have, you know, a full range of rhino chokes that, uh, that are made for the, uh, for the Fausti, but it's, uh, mainly 99% of the time it's, it's a skeet twos. Gotcha. Now, do you have any other products from rhino? Do you guys have your, your barrels ported or you're using any of their, uh, um, you know, we had uh, rhino port, uh, both my gun and my son's gun, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which was, was great. And then they've installed, uh, 
modified the uh, with a kick easy stock and an adjustable stock, especially on my son's gun, as he's been obviously growing from you know 15 to 17. He's grown and you know he's got almost an 18 and a half inch pull, so he's uh, you know we've been able to use utilize uh, you know Scott and the uh, the Rhino shop, to, you know, and they've just been great. Awesome. Well, it, it sounds to me like both you and your son have a lot of confidence in your equipment because of Rhino. Am I right? Yeah. You know, that's the, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, when we, uh, we were preparing for the call and, uh, you know, the one thing that the Rhino choke does, you know, it eliminates some of the mental part of the game because I can be very confident about, you know, shooting the Rhino, uh, the skeet two chokes, because I, I don't have to think about, geez, I got a little bit longer bird. Should I change it? So, uh, you know, that's been a tremendous part of my game is to be able to have a lot of confidence in my gun and in the rhino chokes, uh, because it's, uh, you know, as you very well know, 90% of this, uh, this game is, is confidence. And, uh, it's, as Dan Carlisle would say, it's, uh, a six inch game that's the space between your ears yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no doubt well no said doubt. well said you know so when when you can eliminate and increase your confidence using a product that, you know like the rhino uh, rhino ski chokes and uh, or ski two chokes and know you're going to be able to get just about 90 percent of the birds you're shooting at that to me is just a winner right there absolutely for sure well craig listen we really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us um and uh man we, we look forward to seeing you out on the course here soon you got it and i i appreciate your time and uh anything else i can do for you please just give me a call thank you very awesome. much we appreciate craig. it craig thank you, guys thank Have you a wonderful weekend you too mm, bye-bye bye-bye all right we're back where we leave off here eric uh we Putting were you on the spot <laughs> I, I think we were getting ready to start talking about the um the oh. auction items i think yes absolutely won't you lead us in on what you got okay so Last year, one of the things we did as to help again grow the the excitement for the event was we we as a as a committee and team looked at how do we expand the opportunities for people to win win things and and maybe not just leave it to some of the smaller kind of door prize things, but like how can we grow it to be a bigger bigger splash kind of more exciting items um, and we had added last year we had things like a bourbon bourbon tour opportunity down outside of Louisville. Um, we, we added the blue heron brewery is right around the corner of, from Hillendale. Um, and they, they did a really nice donation for us as well. Um, a couple other like things like that. Um, so this year, again, we were working on the bourbon trail package. Um, last year we had us, we struggled with getting, um, actual bourbon tours because of COVID and limitations and things like that. But my friend that's helping to kind of pull that together he said it, it's sounding more positive to kind of not just package it as like a bed and breakfast with on the bourbon trail but also packages it with um some other some some bourbon tastings or something oh, to nice. tours and stuff gotcha. yeah um i know my wife and i are planning to put together a nice bourbon package like a basket or whatever to put in put into that as well so jody sorry for putting us on the spot <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh aim shooting school they they provide their uh anthony and they they did uh his dvd they donated that for us again oh nice so, excellent um there's an awesome thing for anyone local to the akron area uh i i personally was set on winning this last year out of at our event was learn to cook authentic paella from from a lady that's from spain Ooh. um it was a fantastic experience um it was me and my wife got to bring a couple with us and 
And I physically was sitting there cooking the, like doing all the cooking and that I had to take vigorous notes afterwards so I can do it again after. But I was going to say, can you remember to do it again? (laughs) So Susanna offered it again as we're there that she was happy to do it again. So for anyone in the Akron area, I highly encourage um, bidding on that pack. Nice. That That sounds neat. Um, Yeah. The brewery is doing a brewer for the day event where again, or something to that effect where it's at the blue heron brewery, you can get a, a meal for I think it was like 10 people um and then the the big marquee uh, kind of spin on it is you get to help um come up with the the next beer style that they're going to come they're, they're going to do and work with the brew brew master there but then you get to name the beer oh wow and so that's a like a little fun spin to it um and then the the marquee item, which was the marquee item from last year's event that raised us uh, north of seventeen thousand dollars, was Sean Spindell donate, donated a uh, membership to Hillendale. Um, so people who might not be familiar with it, Hillendale is a private club with a multi-year wait list. Um, oh I, yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it's more than multi. It's like what it's almost ten. Yeah, it's, mean, it's probably close to ten, if if not maybe more. I, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent certain, but. Um, it is a long wait list and it's an opportunity for somebody to jump that line and kind of get, what do they call it at Disney world or whatever the fast pass? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Go to the front of the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I, you know, last year I started talking to Sean about what we were trying to do with it is kind of build, build the brand up a little bit, um, kind of expand the, the awareness of the event. Um, and was just looking for maybe, a, you know, a couple, uh, you know, tickets to, you know for you know vouchers for someone that's not a member to come shoot and kind of pitch that to him and he he's like hey eric next time you're in the in the area why don't you uh swing by my office i left work early immediately drove <laughs> right over there granted it's five minutes from my house but um he's like what what would you think about if i donated a membership and wow. uh, my joke was uh i didn't fully understand what he gave me until half i then went out and was shooting about 50 targets and about 20 targets in it dawned on me. I was like, wait a second. He just gave me a membership. And I stopped right then and there walked into the clubhouse and was like, Sean, I'm sorry if I didn't sound very appreciative before, but, uh, you just donated a membership for, for us to auction off. And he's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I thought it'd be a fun <laughs> thing for you to do. And, uh, and then we, he and I were texting and everything throughout the event. Um, because we had it as an online auction that ended after the event and uh, just seeing like how high it would go. And it went up to 17. So when I asked him again this year, uh, I was like, Hey, any chance you'd be willing to without hesitation? He was like, I- I'd love to, he, you know, he loves supporting the, 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 the house and the cause. And he's like, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity for us to be able to raise more funds and let's see if it can get higher. So this year yeah. we're, we're, we're going to add it as a live auction item at our event. Nice. Um, so if someone that's interested in, and bidding on it can't be there. They just need to reach out to us um, so that we can have a proxy. Be on form. the phone. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Well, Sean's definitely a class act, and he's a super guy. So Absolutely. Awesome that he's able to do that again this year because that's probably going to be, yeah, that's going to be well, well fought after. Right. <laughs> just to go one step further about Sean, you know, we do 37 events around the country directly benefiting the Ronald McDonald House chapter. Two in the country get their targets donated and everything donated and Sean and Hillendale's won. So the Northeast Ohio shoot has a 90% plus net to gross. They don't pay for targets. They don't pay for anything to be there that day. And Sean eats that cost, and his his club does. So uh, kudos to him. He's he's one of our favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, he, yeah. Do, he does a good job. We're 
we're, we're proud as members there, but also proud to, like as being part of the committee. The whole committee is like unbelievably grateful. So once again, we reached out to our sponsors and some of them stepped up to the plate and we're able to put together a little donation package from the dead pair folded wing apparel. They're going to throw a hundred dollar gift card and a hat. Um, that's coming. Wooly shooting donated a set of pilas, um, frame and lens kit, Atlas traps donated an AT 250, uh, which is a carousel recreational trap. Um, bear pelt donated a custom bear pelt vest. Negrini donated a custom shotgun travel case. Rhino chokes donated as one gift card, a Rhino elite choke set, barrel porting, forcing cone lengthening, a kickies pad and t-shirt and hat all one person. And then, of course, we're going to throw in, you know, hats and T-shirts. Some dead and pair dead swag. Pair, some dead pair swag. And uh, that's all as one auction item. So well, we, we have greatly fun with appreciate it. it. So, yeah, I, I hope it does well. Um, I think you said last year it did pretty good for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did, it did good. So. In fact, I think the guy that won it, yeah, it is. It's uh, Rob. He got a hold of me and he upgraded. He got two more traps and all yeah. kind of accessories. Yeah. So well, I, was I got say, one. I need well. two more. Yeah, it, it, it did well for us, but it also did well for Jason's. New well, balance. that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> the point behind it. But uh, he was very happy with that. So, um, and if somebody wants to do the same thing again, then you know I'll definitely do what I can. Let's put it that way. Um, I can only do so much. Atlas donated the trap, and if somebody wants to upgrade or add wireless or anything like that. Um, I'll probably throw that in. So, good deal. And I know there was a lot of other items too. I mean, you guys had trips. You had, I mean, all kinds of gun and shooting accessories. Gosh, what else? I was yeah. tr- trying to remember all the stuff. It was, I mean, there was a ton of people there bidding. And one, one of the fun things that, that we were able to secure was, um, it was a uh, a helicopter pig hunt. Um, that was the that was the one that i would say was the talk of the event because people were like i never thought i wanted to shoot um pigs in a helicopter until now like (laughs) yeah uh, but it was it was down in in, uh why not is the question i ask yeah (laughs) it was down in texas and and everything but that that was another kind of a it was a fun one um that you know we're still working through what we're going to be able to provide this year but Wow. I think another one that we I believe we have locked in is a first pitch at the Rubber Ducks baseball game, which is the minor league baseball team in, in Akron. Gotcha. So that'll be a fun one for anyone that has a, yeah. has a has a as a kid that's in baseball, you know, to be able to have them go out and throw the first pitch. Very cool. Gotcha. Well, Doug and Kylie, we know you guys um, have some other events and some other raffles, but not just this event. If somebody wants to bid on these things and they can't attend Tell everybody how they can find it, how they can go and bid online. Well, you can do that by visiting kidsinclays.com, and that will take you directly to um, the event's website. From there, they would have to possibly get in touch with the house because the house is responsible for putting the actual auction items online. Okay. Um, However, there is a way to get in touch, especially if they're doing a silent auction or an online auction. Or you don't have to be present to win. You can just right. go online and you can bid from there. And you guys also, do you guys still have your sweeps? Um, we do. Yes, we do have our, our national sweeps. And we draw that at nationals down in SCA in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and those tickets can be purchased anytime. 
So that was something that you were going to bring up, Sean. Yeah, we ran into you guys down at the Nationals last year, and that was the first time that you'd went, right? For for kids and clays. No, we've been we've been there a long first time. Kylie had been there. But okay, we had been there uh, for a long time. When I came to kids and clays, that was the only event like that we did besides going to Ron McDonald House okay. chapters uh, events, putting on those events and going to them. Now we go, we're the charity of choice of the Amateur Trap Shooting Association. So starting tomorrow, Zach Lem will be at the AIM, which is associated with the Grand, with the ATA, you know. And uh, we're the Skeet Shooting Association, charity of choice. We'll be at the World Skeet. We go to the NSCA Nationals. We're there for their Nationals. They invite us in and allow us to raise money. All those organizations are doing, of course, we saw you at SCTP last week. Yeah. We're their charity of choice, and that's why we partner with them on a Sporting Clay and Five Stand event. But, yeah, we, we raise a lot of funds there. That, that money raised is how we're able to provide ammo to uh, to all these shoots. 100% of the ammo we provide, and, and our sponsors, Remington and Winchester, do a great job of donating ammo to us. But we buy a ton of ammo. I won't tell you what our ammo budget is this year, and it went up a lot. So, but I it, bet. <laughs> we providing ammo. Um, you know, we're we're going to end up sending out about um, seven hundred fifty thousand rounds of ammo, and wow. to our events, and that's with the people shooting. And it, it, it's a lot, but places like the Nationals, we raise a lot of money there. And, and again, thanks to you know Michael Hampton, the, the head of NSCA, and, uh, and and others there. And again, they they give us a space and. As you guys know from being there, they put us front and center, and it really helps us raise a yes, lot of funds yeah. and gets our brand out there. And we do a huge auction there, and you, so we, pretty much everything that's left over at the end of the year ends up down at the nationals, and that's firearms and everything else. So it's a big one for us. But uh, just because it was your first trip doesn't mean it was their first trip. They've been there <laughs> for a while. I was thinking for some reason that was the first time they were actually displayed there in front of the clubhouse. I don't know why that, I thought it, that way. It was Kylie. You probably heard because Kylie was telling everybody it was her first time here, but she didn't act like it. She was a pro, and we, by the way, raised more money than we ever raised there, and a lot of it was attributed to her so you know her her head's gonna get bigger right now but it's, <laughs> she earned it now we did a great she did a great job there and yeah we we draw the sweeps there um anyone that goes to any of the events like the north east ohio event they have an ability to to get involved in the sweepstakes we have thirty five thousand dollars worth of prizes on it you know the top prize of krieg off and it's a really nice shotgun and mm -hmm. it'll be at your event uh the, the actual gun and you'll be able to promote it to people so Very cool yeah and uh but we do the drawing there at the, uh, I think it's called the East, the North-South Shootout. They yes. do it every year. It's a fun thing they yep. do on Saturday night. You guys have been involved in it, undoubtedly. And mm -hmm. uh, So it's in front of, whatever, 800 people, I don't know, 1,000 people, whatever's in that stadium. And so it's very much transparent drawing. So we have a few people every year saying, are you doing this, you know, legit? And we're like, oh, we, there's a whole bunch of people watching us. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And usually there's one or two people in the crowd that are winners. Yeah. And that just makes it even more fun. So so those Kriegoff tickets, are those 100 bucks a piece? Well, ours is the top prize. Ours are $20 each, 6 for 100 suggested contribution. Now, NSCA does a Kriegoff drawing yeah, every year. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Those about. are $100 each, and I think they limit that to 1,000 tickets. So yours is 20 bucks. 20 bucks, 6 for 100 suggested contribution. I so. think I think that's what you should do. I think you should buy me some Kriegoff tickets when you lose yeah. it to make or break. And it... Okay. And well, it, no, no. Well, yeah. If I lose the make or break, the money's going to the kids in place. Right. And you, you can buy the tickets. You can get the tickets. With that money, and then you put the tickets in my name, and I win right. a Kriegoff. And that's just the first prize, the Kriegoff. <laughs> what, what an amazing mind you have, Jason. I'm telling you. <laughs> this, the second prize is a uh, easy go golf cart worth about 10 grand. It's a tricked out cart. So that isn't too bad either. Wow. So, you know, anyhow, we've Sweet. got a bunch. Yeah. Anyhow. 
That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, for other people that obviously we've kind of focused on Ohio and the two big shoots in Ohio, uh, and you've, you're in 22 other states. So where do people go to find out if they want to try to participate in one of these upcoming shoots? Where do they go to find out about them and the times and dates? As Kylie said earlier, you can go to our website and get a lot of information. There's links to every shoot that we support around the country by state and by date. So you can pull it up either way. And there's a map on there that shows you where all the shoots are. If you want to go and get more information about Northeast Ohio or anyone else, uh, just go. You can click on the hyperlink. It'll take you right to their website. And if they do have an online auction or something, it's usually there. But again, you can contact the chapter. But you can always contact us. Our phone number's on there, our emails, and... uh, Get a hold of us, and we'll gladly get you all the information you need, your listeners. Awesome. And we, we uh, again, our, our events have grown to where we have, I think this year, by the time we're done, there'll be maybe eight events that have over 300 participants. And that's a large event, as you guys know, running the, yeah. Yeah. all of you, you know, you're double-A shooter. You guys know, and you, you shoot all the time. So our events keep growing and uh, we had 500 people registered down at Gainesville, the first event out of the shoot this year. Wow. It's been like that everywhere. People, the pandemic, people wanted to get out. We all know that. We all want to get out. We're seeing more and more of that, and it lends itself, again, Sean, to what you were saying earlier about, uh, you know, how we're getting more people out shooting. And you said it too, Jason, the same thing. And um, that uh, we're seeing it because whether it's because of the pandemic or whatever, people think it's really great to go out and break those little orange targets with a <laughs> shotgun, yeah, yeah. whether they have an experience or not. And I'll say one more little thing. And I, we're, we talked to a lot of chapters and new staffs. We, a staff turnover in, in Ronald McDonald house chapters is great because it's, I don't know, there's a lot of opportunity for them to move on and do either bigger and better things, but uh, maybe not better, but bigger things. But so we're training them all the time on what we do. And I'll, I usually start out with, you know, they, they're a little queasy about shotguns. And I'll say, I'll tell you what, we have everything you need. If you've never shot a shotgun, you can go out and have a good time. I said, I played golf in high school. I put on golf tournaments in my previous career. If you go out and have never swung a golf club before and go to a scramble or something, the day's going to suck for you and everybody around you, not with shooting. Shooting, you can go out and have no experience and have a blast. And that's what's so cool about it. And that's, again, a our overriding, obviously, mission is to help Ron McDonald House Charities chapters. And I think we're doing a good job of that. And we work with great people like Eric and his team up in Cleveland area, but Akron. But uh, we're going to continue to work around the country and try to expand that secondary to help get no- more shooters out because it's it benefits everyone. It's it's a future of the sport. And you get me on the soapbox, and uh, but that's no, no that's, that's, that's well said. I mean, that's that was, why you're here. Exactly, you know, exactly. It's, it's, for 30 years, I've been in that industry and plus now, and it's uh, it, it means a lot to me. So, but and I can't thank you enough, Eric, for the leadership you show, and it it really show, has shown in your event. And um, I'm thrilled to be in the same room with you, brother. It's great, <laughs> and for what you've done for kids and clays, Eric got a tremendous amount of things donated that's helping chapters around the country. And he did that on his own, getting it donated to Kids and Clays. And, um, well, we couldn't be happier. So thank you again. Glad to do my part. Eric, any, uh, any closing thoughts? Are we forgetting anything? Are we uh, leaving anything out? I think the only – I forgot to give our website to, to our event. Okay. So, oh, yeah, um, go ahead. Um, so if anyone's interested in, in uh, learning more about our event in, in Akron, it's the Pulling Together for Kids event. It's – the website is ptfk2022.givesmart.com. Um, you'll see sponsorship options uh, as of today, but probably by the time the podcast ends, we will probably be filled. But I think we had two or four spots left. Um, so, again, tremendous uh 
uh, support for the event already. Teams wanting to just kind of keep signing up. And, um, you know, we're like, we're, Doug is over here just smiling because we're in July and our event is in October. We, and we, we as a committee are all are smiling ear to ear because it makes our job easier knowing that we're already booked. And, and, and we haven't even done any, um, call it branding or marketing within, within, our, within the Ron McDonald House uh, Northeast Ohio Network. This was all word of mouth from last, the last event. Um, maybe a little bit of word of mouth through, uh, you know, pro shooters that were there telling other people, things like that. But everybody was like, you know, call it hooting and hollering and high-fiving afterwards, just saying how, how much fun they had and excited to see how much money we had raised. Um, so you can see how that generates and kind of kept that momentum going into this year. Um, so next year, my challenge will be working with Sean to see how can we make it bigger and have more shooters involved. That's awesome. I do. I did think of one more question um, I wanted to ask all of you. So when we were getting ready to shoot the Mad River event, uh, Mark Allard was looking for more pro shooters uh, to help. If somebody, maybe they can't afford to donate, but they can afford to donate their time, and I know they have to be an A-class or higher shooter, where can they contact somebody uh, if they want to lend a hand for the shoot? Does it, do they need to go to the individual chapter? Is that where they go? Yeah. It'd be good to go to the chapter, but again, if they if they have any trouble finding that chapter or just want to donate their time and efforts and maybe you're willing to travel some, have them call us at Kids and Clays. All okay. of us are listed on there. Call us. We'll team them up. It's a uh, it's one of the things that we always need uh, good good people, good instructors. To, you know, our events are fun, but they're also safe, and we need right. to keep them that way. So, yeah. and people need to understand we're not looking for an absolute instructor. As long as they're an A-class or higher shooter and they can help someone safely get through the course, that's mainly what they're after. Obviously, if they want anything more than that, they wouldn't be asking Sean and I to go, right? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. But, um, you know, maybe get them pointing in the right direction. If they're doing something way out of whack and they're not breaking targets, let's just get them on some targets. I, I can tell you right now, I worked with a guy that was cross-dominant, or not cross-dominant, he was left-eye dominant, right-handed shooter. And this guy, I mean, he struggled to hit the broadside of the barn. When I got him breaking pairs, you'd have thought I just gave him the keys to a new yacht. I mean, this guy was ecstatic. <laughs> nice. yeah. And really, I I saw what he was doing. It was something way out of whack, and I just helped him a little bit, and it made him ecstatic. I mean, he really did. I mean, he was seriously happy. So just somebody that can do that. You don't have to be a certified instructor or a Class 3 instructor or whatever. If you're an A-class or higher shooter and you want to help and lend your time, I know you guys are always looking for people. So Yeah, and if either of you guys need anybody, just reach out to me and Jason. We know lots of people in the shooting community that could help out. So if you're yeah, running we, short on volunteers, right. just let us know. We appreciate it. In a number of our events, like the Ohio Valley event down in Evansville, mm-hmm. they just need shooting instructors. You don't have to be Class A or anything else as long as you're proficient. And, and if they find out if you NRA certified, other things, you know, there's a lot of certifications out there too. Just We need to make sure, like you said, we have – we could tell you some stories about people that show up have never held a gun, and and but we, uh, it's safely we with those people everything's safe. They have fun, and like you said, by the time they're done, they're breaking birds. Right, and oh my goodness, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's amazing. After about five or six stations, the change. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. first couple stations when the, when they haven't shot before and they're they're, they're kind of like oh what am I doing what am I doing a and, then, timid. and then about five or six stations in they're all yeah. of a sudden they're starting to hit some birds and they're and you can just see it light up in their eyes and they're like ooh yeah. this is fun <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and our founder Glenn Lubeznik makes a point and every time he goes to shoot with us and he's a great guy he started all this so it's amazing uh, what he and his wife did but 
he demands that the courses are set really soft. So he said, I don't care if you're an A shooter, master class, whatever, hope you shoot 100. He said, but I want the person that never held a shotgun to break 20, 30, 40, 50 birds. And we really work hard with our clubs that host these events. And we're at some of the best clubs in the country, like, you know, Mad River and Hill and Dale that, you know, please set your targets soft. It's okay to scatter some in that'll challenge everyone, but you want really soft because if you never broke one before, and some of us that break some targets need help like that too. Right. <laughs> yeah. We all need help from time to time. That's yeah. for sure. Some of us more than others. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I mean, this has been great. Uh, are we missing anything? I think we've covered most of the events here for Ohio, as well as how to get a hold of you guys and where to look for other events in the country. Um, Again, thank you guys so much for what you do. I mean, it's such a, an important thing, and it's such a great thing that you guys work for to help these kids and these families out. So thank you all for what you do. And before you guys leave here, I'm going to have you write down a list of the websites, phone numbers, any of the emails, anything like that that you want us to post in the podcast description. So if anybody's listening to this, they're driving down the road, and it's like, what was that website? Don't, no worries. It'll be down there in the description. All you got to do is scroll down through there and then click on the link. So Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Thanks so much. Well, Jason, this has been another good one. And what do we tell everybody every week, Sean Alley? Well, come on. Let's let's take people out shooting. Let's go to a tournament, take them out, get a gun in their hand, show them how fun this sport is, and put a smile on people's faces. Now, I did this with Grace Callahan, and she uh, failed miserably, so now I'm putting you on the spot, Eric. <laughs> Until well, next time, we'll see you on the dead pair. Gotcha. Close enough. I like it. That's close, close enough. enough. <laughs> good job, guys.